0: Hey guys, Laura here. I wanted to invite you to my authenticity workshop on Friday, May 24th. The title of this workshop is Authentic Expression and Why It Will Make You Wealthy. And I use the word wealthy, not specifically in the traditional sense, although that's true as well, but also holistically wealthy, um, leading to a life of joy, abundance, and expansion because when we learn to authentically express, there's nothing more powerful. And once we learn it, And we bring it to our nurse coaching practice, it echoes into over into every other area of our life. So come for this interactive workshop. It's 30 bucks. You need to register. Link will be in the bio. Thank you. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby both board-certified nurse coaches
1: show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It is Shelby here today with a wonderful guest, Barbie Buckles. Barbie is one of our master mentee clients. Barbie has been under our umbrella for, gosh, Barbie, like over two years, about two years, a long, long time. And Barbie, she is the unicorn that all of you hear us talk about all of the time. She is our client that has built a completely in-person practice that is completely independent of social media. I think Barbie might only have Facebook to interact with our, with our group. (laughs) And uh, it has been just such like a privilege and a joy to get to know Barbie, especially over this year, um, but definitely over the past couple of years, but getting to work with her more, more intimately and more consistently in the year two program has been such a light in my life. And if you've ever had the pleasure of meeting Barbie in person, you know that her joy for generally life itself is pretty contagious. So it's it's a gift that she shares with everyone in her presence. And um, Barbie and I were touching base before this podcast about how, how I would like to introduce her. What would be the best way to kind of wrap up who Barbie is in this moment? And uh, Barbie's like, well, it's it's always changing all the time and and that's what I love so much about you is your willingness to go with the flow. But for everybody listening, let's just introduce who you are for now. So Barbie is an amazing nurse coach that lives out in Tahoe and, like I mentioned, has a completely in-person practice and does, really cool things with her clients all the time in person. Um, but she works, she's our like resident marriage coach at the moment. She does nutrition coaching. She does life coaching. She does a little bit of like everything. And it is really so cool. It's just so cool to watch because, um, not that there's a secret code that or secret information that Barbie has that the rest of us don't, but to watch her do it in real time is an inspiration to not only me, but our whole community. Um, so Barbie, now that I've like talked about you for a solid five minutes, welcome. Welcome Thank to our you, podcast. <laughs> so I'm excited to have you to here. here. <sighs> yeah, us too. Us too. Um, all right, Barbie. Well, let's let's um, bring it bring it back. So you've been, well, give a little context to to everybody listening. How long have you been in private practice? What was your journey to becoming a nurse coach? Um,
2: What did you do before nurse coaching? Um, Are you okay sharing a little timeline with it? So before nurse coaching, I mean, way back, I knew I wanted to be a nurse in high school. I just knew it. I didn't have to find Mm it. I, it was in my blood. It was what I was supposed to do. And I was at the bedside for 38 years, mostly ICU, also nursing supervisor, many other um, lead positions in my hospital up here in Lake Tahoe. And But I knew probably about seven to 10 years ago that there was so much more that I could offer and I needed to get out of these four walls. Like and, but i didn 't know how, mm-hmm. and i didn 't know how that was going to look, and i didn 't know whether I was going to be working for doctors with borders, but I, I knew that working in a hospital was very limited, and I couldn't do what, I couldn 't help patients or people the way I knew I could if I could get out of there. So lo and behold, right. Laura and I connected through another, through a natural path. And then I just immediately signed up for this, uh, nurse coaching school, which I was so excited about, um, after talking to Laura and then we, I've been in private practice for, uh, yeah. So almost two years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm curious, Barbie, what about nurse coaching? I... I learn so much about you every time I ask you a question because I'm like, Oh yeah, me too. Like I was like, I want to do doctors without borders. I want to go be a nurse in the middle of a field somewhere. Like I, I too is like on the pursuit of something different. Uh, but what about nurse coaching? Cause like you knew, you knew, like you knew in high school of like, I want to be a nurse. And then when you found about, about nurse coaching, there wasn't a lot of like pondering. It was a pretty quick decision. So I'm wondering if there's anything in particular that spoke, spoke to your heart about it. <coughs>
2: My conversation with Laura was on the phone, was everything I wanted to hear about um, mm. s- making sustainable changes, um, meeting with people individually, and working with them on, uh, on their life issues and their uh, health issues, and really... Uh, rather than being in the ICU or being anywhere in a hospital and taking care of patients for like three days or a few weeks and getting connected with maybe some of their family members, depending on how sick they are. Mm. But at the point where some of them wanted to just take me home because I do so much educating. I spend Mm -hmm. so much time with my patients or the family members, like if they're vented, you know, I just spend a lot of time with those people And so this was my nurse coaching was my way to actually spend even more quality time with people, the quality time that I knew where I could shine and I could make them healthier and have a better life. So that was what really keyed me in and made me realize that there is something so much bigger out there than just working at the bedside, and I want to be part of it.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I love that. I love that. And I can imagine you being, as someone who's been a patient in the ICU, you get special nurses that you just are sort of like, you latch onto and you're like, come home with me. You're so comforting. Please don't ever go off shift. And I can, oh, I can like even almost see you in my own hospital room of like, Of course, of course they wanted to bring you home. Um, And you made the big leap from hospital nursing to nurse coaching, like, pretty, I don't want to say seamlessly, but like you transitioned from from one world to the other, finding just as much fulfillment in nurse coaching as you did as a bedside nurse, too. Like, I, I really admire that about you, not saying that you might don't miss it from time to time, but, um, you really, you stepped in here. Like you, you were just like, I'm here to play. I'm here to go. I'm here to do the thing. Um, and I remember the first time I ever met you, Barbie was at a retreat that we had hosted for, for you guys last year. And (laughs) I was talking to another, another one of our clients and Barbie just like slides in between the two of us. And is like, who are you to, to the nurse I was talking to. And I just looked at Lauren and I was like, which, who is this? Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing here? But that is just so you, I just love it so much. And we also had the, the pleasure of having Barbie at our most recent retreat out in Tennessee for nurse coach camp. And, um, yeah, you don't meet a stranger, Barbie, your love for humans shines through big time. I think that's what makes you like a super connector, why everybody remembers who you are and what you're up to, it's it's infectious in the best way. Um, but do you mind also kind of staying a couple years ago in the timeline here? And because I wasn't there for this part, you worked with Laura right. for your first year of business. Um, I wasn't here for, I didn't have privy to any of these conversations, but what was that like of, you know, when Laura was coaching you on building your practice? Was, were you like, I don't want to do social media. I just want to be in person. Was that a conscious decision? Uh, Is it just something that happened? Do you mind shining a light on that for me?
2: Yeah. I, when Laura told me I had to join Facebook, I almost freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "No, I'm not. I can't do this." Oh my god. I, oh, no. I'm like, "What is Facebook?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm very nervous. Very resistant. <laughs> Heels dug in, and but I I like I had to. But she did tell me that I could still build my business and not be on social media." So, I held her to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Social media is a great way for me to interact with my peers obviously and I I learn a lot um reading other people's posts and some of these nurses they they post amazing information and 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 mm-hmm. just really in depth transformation and and transparency that's going on in their lives and I'm so impressed really really impressed with everybody how they how they post some like like secrets almost that are that that pull mm-hmm. people in and because it's their their way of letting everybody know that we all have the same problems you know we're all mm-hmm. the same and i realize that the more and more i coach not only the less judgmental i become because we always have judgment right? One way or another, the less judgmental Mm -hmm. I am, because I was always like that anyway. So, but now this nurse coaching has made me even more like that. And more, I have belief in humanity. And I know that that Mm -hmm. is hard for a lot of people to understand. But I was born that way. And then now taking care of patients for so long at the bedside, I have a lot of real estate friends and they have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of negativity in real estate. But when you have someone, no matter mm. what turkey burster they are, and they come in, <laughs> they, you know, they're angry, they're frustrated, they're, uh, they're mad, they're mean, they're all of this stuff. I can take some of the most difficult patients and make their day and their time, whether it's in the ICU or anywhere else, better than they expected. Because Mm -hmm. I can reach them by getting them to trust me, building that trust between the two of us. Because really, they have to trust the nurse. If they can't trust the nurse, the doctor's only there for a little while, for a very short period of time. So that nurse is with them for 12 hours. Mm -hmm. And I believe that living that career and really connecting with humans the way I do has made nurse coaching like fit for me. It's like the perfect fit. So when Laura and I were talking on the phone, I was just like in, there was no, there really Mm -hmm. wasn't too much thought except for the money.
1: Yeah, man, I just love everything about what you just said, Barbie. But I hope that when when nurse coaches are listening back to this what they hear is that like you were the nurse everybody was relieved to see walk in the room right i would bet a lot of nurse coaches also carry that same mm-hmm. energy with them that that when you walk on on the floor that day your whole team's excited that you're there because barbie can handle her shit and also she can handle the most tough honorary old patients, you know, like there's, you have, you have this, this gift. And, um, I think that a lot of nurse coaches also possess that, but with your, your skill that you developed over Mm -hmm. 38 years Mm -hmm. in the bedside of connecting and on a really deep level on, on people's, a lot of times worst days ever, that really translates into your practice now. Like the the types of people that you are connecting with Barbie are going through really intense transitions in their lives and I know that because I hear you talk about them all the time but um you are not intimidated by any client that you meet you are never you might be unsure on like what the logistics will be on how their how their journey will unfold but your confidence in being able to figure it out is like, unpenetrable, we can't, you're you're never rocked by that of like, I might not know it yet, but I can learn it or someone I know, knows the right question to ask or the right thing to do. Um, And just seeing how all of that skill ripples into your business, like every nurse coach has that. Every nurse coach has the skill of building rapport with patients in whatever traditional role they did, and it ripples into their practice. We like to make it more complicated <laughs> than it is, is what I'm trying to say in my really long explanation here. But you do it so seamlessly. It's so, it's so, it just comes so naturally for you and you don't make it harder than it has to be. Um, which kind of, I guess, leads me to a second secondary question here, Barbie. Has there ever been a part of your business or with like, well, I'll just leave it at that, a part of your business that has been challenging for you or a barrier? For you, because the client creation process is pretty fluid on on your end.
2: Well, I would say that my very first marriage coaching couple pretty much threw me off the <laughs> completely. Yeah, I would. But you know, I knew I could help them. I knew that there was a way I could help them, and I guess that even though I didn't really know what I was doing, I could figure it out. I, I knew that about myself. I can always figure it out. And I think that my yeah. passion for helping humans and believing in them and, and looking at them as having pasts that have hurt them and pasts that have changed them. And I can help them understand those pasts so that they're more aware of how they present themselves and how they are communicating or not communicating. So that's, that was kind of where the direction that I went was helping them understand each other separately and then how they communicated Mm -hmm. together. But, you know... I, I mean, I, we could have been working together for two years, because to try and unravel decades of um, habits takes a long time, it takes a really long mm-hmm. time. But I, I am in, I'm enjoying the ride. I really am enjoying the ride. And I am mm-hmm. also connecting with community members that are heads of clubs. And, um, and I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, I, I know that if I'm going to go meet somebody in their office for the first time, they're just as nervous about meeting me. Right. And yeah. so like, why am I so nervous? I'm not that nervous, but they're probably a little nervous too. Cause they, they don't really know what I'm presenting. But every time I sit down with people and and I, I build a sense of trust, and I build a sense of excitement and passion that they are reading through me, and mm-hmm. they're starting to believe it too.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I think this is really worth pointing out here. Of. And i know that i've mentioned it probably five times already on this podcast but barbie's enthusiasm for life is contagious so she could be talking about pickles and you would be so effing jazzed about pickles you know like it could be literally anything that she's that she's talking about and i this is a point that we touched on, not touched on, we spent a lot of time on at our mentorship retreat was enthusiasm. And how do you how do you cultivate enthusiasm? What kind of confidence do you need to portray enthusiasm? And, and then it becomes less about what you're saying and the details of what you're saying, but more of how you are being, right? If you can be this like radiant beam of light and know that nurse coaching has the capacity to change and solve whatever problem the human in front of you is experiencing, the details kind of get blurry. They don't, they don't matter so much. And, um, yeah, Barbie, Barbie led our enthusiasm talk at the, at the retreat. And I think I introduced that topic as like Barbie is someone who was born with a lot of enthusiasm, but then also Barbie was pointing out that it's something that she's actively cultivated over time as well. It's something that she has sustained and fed. And um, do you mind sharing, Barbie, just how you keep your enthusiasm
2: level so high? That's a good question. I was thinking about that too. uh, Because in reality, we've all been shut down over and over and over again. You're too happy, you're too this, you're too short, you're too fat, you're too, um, you're too loud. Mm. um yeah you 're too bossy you 're too whatever we 've all been shut down with every right. type of comment through our throughout our whole lives. so the trick is is how do you how do you come out of that each time and not keep using that negative self talk and start believing it I think that 's the trick is not believing in that negative mm. self talk and believing in you believing in knowing who you are and I believe that I am a loving human being and I believe once again in human nature I believe that humans deep down under and back to where their patients versus like working with real estate agents when they can be so nasty It's like, I can get under their skin. Mm -hmm. I can see who they truly are when they're patients. They have no choice. And it's like, it's not about money. They're scared. It's about their health. And they're scared to death. Mm -hmm. And I can always reach out and make them feel better and make them, because it's a very negative experience to be in a hospital and and so I, right. I i think i have cultivated that being a nurse for 40 years and really realizing that deep down under most people are good and i believe that mm-hmm. even though they may shut you down over all of your years they're just projecting they're just projecting their feelings about themselves onto you. They're insecure, they don't feel good about themselves, they don't like themselves, and they're projecting that onto you. So it's your choice to not keep repeating that as negative self-talk and believing what other people are saying about you. You really truly have to believe in yourself and believe that you know who you Mm -hmm. truly are and, and how you wanna be to other people. And how you want people, if you want people to treat you a certain way, you have to treat them the set, that certain way too.
1: So good, Barbie, of not letting what other people say about you stick because it's actually what they believe about themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not yours to carry, it's not yours to digest, it's not necessarily even remotely true at all right like that is correct when someone is spewing that kind of like uh oh just like ickiness that's that's their own ickiness right yeah and i love what you said that that everyone is inherently but there's an inherent good person in there mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. and um even thinking about your your marriage couple or your marriage coaching couple that you were supporting, you found it. It was, it was flashing glimpses of, of their inner goodness, but you were tenacious in your pursuit of finding it. And uh, especially, yeah, just with the ultra challenging clients that can come your way from time to time, I think that uh, you're really good at tapping into that space and, and digging deep and, and finding, finding where the good is, because that's where the potential for change Lies too. Yeah. Well, Barbie, do you mind if we shift it to be a little more practical of, of if there's any nurse coaches listening that like you, we encouraged heavily to get Facebook to interact with our community and they're not interested in using Facebook necessarily for their business. Uh, But What are some like easy places to start with connecting in your community? Like where, if you were business coaching, a new nurse coach on where to do that, where would you tell them to start?
2: So I started out by just calling people that I hadn't talked to in a long time and didn't know what I was doing. And my conversation would be to connect with them because I miss them and we needed to connect anyway. And then, of course, the conversation would go, well, what are you doing? And then I would tell them what I'm doing or what I'm either in school or I've graduated and I've started my new practice. And the excitement behind all that and the passion and my I would be telling people that I can now help people for three months to six months to a year which I've always wanted to do. Mm. And because working in a hospital yeah. is so limited on your time that you can just like treat and fix and connect and you're done. But this gives me a right. chance to really dive deep and really help people and follow them through their, their transformation. And so that was that's one way of doing it. And I had multiple people that got on the phone with me that said, I'm, that sounds great. I want to know more about it. So there's that. And then, and, and then, then there is referrals. Because once you start putting it out there, and I think Laura had told me to ask my, uh, my hairdresser, and I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. So I coached her for mm-hmm. probably night three months, and then another six months. Um, and my, uh, my estate planner, and My chiropractor, and I mean you could just go on and on. And just just, you know, because you know those people, you already have a relationship with them. And then then I eventually thought about my community and bigger aspirations. And I found out about the Optimus Club and the Seroptimus Club and the Chamber of Commerce and um the rotary club and you know so and so now and also the high school so i have been meeting with directors mm-hmm. and heads of a, a lot of these clubs and including the high school and it's been really good and they are excited to to use me whether it's a speaking engagement or whether it's coaching the teachers coaching the counselors Coaching the parents, um, and a lot of it has been around uh, the youth, which is also an excitement mm-hmm. for me, too. That's also a passion for me. Um, I did a lot of mentoring and guiding the student nurses in our hospital, the new nurses in our hospital, the high school kids that came through um, that was it was in a some a, a program. Um, I've had that came through the hospital to see if that's the medicine was something that they wanted to do. I've had two nurses, uh, that became nurses because of me, because of my mentoring. That's really cool. And it's just, it's nice that I made such an impression on them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I love how it's evolved over time. So, In the beginning, remind me, Barbie, did you have any clear like indication of like who you wanted to work with you or it was just like, I'll work with anybody, I'll work
2: with anybody. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I still want to work with anybody. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, that necessarily hasn't changed uh, really that much. But what I love in that reflection is that you just made it easy, right? Like, okay. I want to work with humans. What humans can I connect with that I haven't talked to in a while that I can just simply connect with and see how they're doing and then, uh, share what I'm up to. And again, there's that enthusiasm coming back of like, of you saying like, now I get to help people for three, six months or a year. Like, I'm so excited. This is what I've always wanted to do. It's infectious. And, um, then, you did that for a really long time, just just connecting with like past acquaintances and friends. But then at the beginning of this year, you know, Laura and I sat down with you and we're like, okay, what's the next phase, right? You can connect with people that you know forever, you know how to do that part, but is there anything else you would like out of your business? Um, is there any other avenues that we haven't explored yet? And then that's when you had mentioned this like public speaking endeavor and wanting to connect with the teens in your community and really learn how to use your coaching to help leave a legacy for the younger generations. And that's been a, I mean, you're still doing like the regular connecting, right? That didn't stop. But, but now you are also, you know, going to meet the directors of the high school and the, the leaders of these clubs and, getting plugged into just different folks. Um, And also, do you mind if I share the story, Barbie, about um, how you had a meeting, it was with someone in I think relation to the high school and then you showed up and the door was locked. (laughs) Yes. Can I share that? (laughs) So Barbie was like, you know, she comes to our weekly call and she's like, all right, I'm meeting with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and and -and Um, and they're all like, most of them are in-person meetings. And then she came back the next time we had a call and was talking about how she went to go meet with the guy from the high school and it was like in a Mm -hmm. like a corporate style building in multi multi stories i envision it like a concrete building (laughs) that's just what they look like in texas but everyone can use their own imagination here and barbie's like i went to the door and it was locked And so instead of taking that as a sign from the universe for Barbie to turn around and go home and email this guy, she did it precisely the opposite to where she just marched around the building, knocking on all of the windows (laughs) until somebody let her in. And I forget, was he in office that day? Were you still able to meet with him? And like the door was just like randomly locked. Yeah. So it's that kind of like pursuit of and and like there's a million ways to look at that circumstance right of if i would have gotten there and the door would have been locked i would have been like uh okay i'm going home but now not anymore now because i know barbie went and banged on all the windows i'm gonna go bang on all the windows and it just is right the door was accidentally locked she still went in she still got to have her meeting and it's that kind of tenacity really that takes like in order to create traction in your Mm -hmm. business online or in person, right? It's the Mm -hmm. willingness to keep showing up even when the door is locked. It's the willingness to connect with a wide variety of people being committed to the process of connection and not necessarily the outcome of what that person can give you uh, that I think has taken you a really, really long way. And um, I'm excited for your public speaking and, uh, just like kind of all the opportunities that have been slowly unfolding over this year. They're kind of all starting to come come to a head mm-hmm. and become more solidified. And who knows what your business looks like this time next year. Potential for it to be just like so yeah. different in the best ways. I agree. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, all right, Barbie. Well, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else about... <sighs> in-person connecting, because this is something that I have almost zero experience in, if you can believe that. Um, Well, in-person connecting under the umbrella of my practice. I connect, you know, with people all the time. But is there any logistical tips and tricks of like, when you meet someone for the first time for a session, like, do you meet at a public place? Do they come to your house? Do they... Like, how does, <clears throat> how does that setup go? What have, what have you found to be the
2: most beneficial? A lot of them have been acquaintances. Um, but some have been complete strangers. And I would either, I would meet them at their house. It's, you need privacy. So I would meet them at their house. Right. And during COVID, we would just sit outside even when it was freezing. <laughs> 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 Just we bring blankets and we sit outside. Yeah. And because, you know, it gets cold up here in Tahoe. but um, uh, For sure. I, and and I, so I enjoy driving to people's houses and meeting with them there. And I think in the community that I live in, people are are okay with that. They're okay, they're okay with that. It's not yeah. it's not that out of the ordinary. Maybe if you live in a bigger city that might be different. People might not be as trusting. And you might right. have to meet like right. on the park bench or something like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I hear of other clients that do like in-person sessions, like the first session, and it's kind of a mixed bag, really. Of like people go to other people's houses. I've seen that go well. I've seen that not go well too. Uh, or, or doing like a session on a paddleboard, like Jen Yang did that, and then inspired a bunch of other nurse coaches to go out and do things on a paddleboard or going out for a hike. Or hanging out at the park, uh like I would say, um, one, your comfort level is pretty important in that equation, right? You don't want to be on edge right. while you're in that first session, but um also like what what feels exciting to you what feels what feels real to you, what feels um safe for you, and it's allowed to look like whatever you want,
2: which is which is and great, I, I think. The more comfortable I got doing this, the more I can free flow my ideas, kayaking with someone, which I've done, hanging out on a beach with someone, which I've done, um, uh, uh, taking a walk with someone, which I've done. And so the better you get at coaching and, and asking certain questions or talking about what you do, the easier it is to go Mm. for a walk or go for a kayak or go for a paddle and, and literally just have this amazing conversation between two people. And, you know, one of the things is when you're not facing someone and you're either walking next to them or paddle boarding or kayaking, there is Uh, there's less of a threat. So when you're facing someone Mm -hmm. like in a room for the first time, you may separate yourself a little bit more so that there's less of a threat, or you can angle yourself so you're not facing each other straight on. Um, And so that helps uh, the other person and you feel a little bit more comfortable. That's just human nature for all of us. Right? Yeah, so
1: true. And thinking about those like little tips of how it actually can be more comfortable to be outside for like a magnitude of reasons. But um yeah, coaching is pretty intense. I know the, also that coaching with you, Barbie, you don't hang out on the surface level for very long. So having <laughs> some, your client having some some space to think and to uh, kind of be with their thoughts before they respond would be would be like a really big part of Mm -hmm. the session being successful Mm -hmm. for for the both of you two. Um, And I also love what you said about as you get more comfortable with coaching, things can evolve, right? So if you start at on the bench at the park, or you start on Zoom, or you start however you start, just knowing that it's allowed to change and evolve over time. And we're making up the rules as we go, like it doesn't have to, there's
2: no right or wrong way. To do and it. it gets easier; it really does. Like, I, I now I can, um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I can really talk about nurse coaching better than I ever have, and so it it and my passion it definitely connects people to nurse. They want it; they really want it; they really see that mm-hmm. they need it. Um, and so it's that you open up that door for them really quickly.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so amazing. So amazing. Ooh, Well, Barbie, anything that we haven't mentioned about an in-person practice that you feel is important before we wrap up here?
2: Well, I, I think smiling as much as you can. And obviously not over smiling, but I also create humor in my conversations with my patients. Mm-hmm. I, I find humor in it. It breaks the ice a little bit, you know? I And because I'll laugh at myself or I'll laugh with them or I'll find something, I'll find humor in, in that conversation. And and it helps them trust you a little bit more. And it's not such a, this intense, like, psychoanalyst. And the, yeah. and... I also, I, as I've said before, I, a lot of times I lean in to really engage mm-hmm. with them. And there's moments that I do that. There's other times where I sit back. And so I am changing my position around with them. I, uh, and I, I, I'm trying to think of what else that I would do that would be Tips or tricks that uh that would help other people um, with a with a one on one it's actually letting them talk, listening to everything that they say, picking out certain words that you can actually work with, and asking and going back to those words, and that little statement that they said. And ask them a little bit more about what that means, and where, which is really nice. No one else has done that with them before. No one else has talked to them like that before. Mm-hmm. I, and giving the, the pause, right. obviously, in between some of those answers to help them listen and their, listen to their thoughts a little more carefully before they, before they start speaking again. Because they usually need that time to ponder what you just asked them. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Who? All right, team. Well, let let that land for you. Right. This is likely all things that you know. What Barbie just said, right? Like how to engage with people, how to connect with them, how to show that you're interested, how to listen. Deeply And not just listen to respond and pick up on trends in their words. These are all things that you already know. And I point that out because um, the coaching industry has not kept anything a secret <laughs> from you to be equipped in how to do this. Barbie is utilizing all these skills every single week, every single session, and is highly successful in her practice. And her clients have great results and a wonderfully transformative experience with her. And Barbie's not doing like secret, you know, witchcraft on the side to get her clients to have a better experience. <laughs> they just, <laughs> it's it's the foundational pieces here, which are oftentimes overlooked. Um, but yeah, Barbie... Thank you for all of your wisdom. Like I said, in-person connection for the sake of my business is not necessarily something that I've spent a lot of time doing and practicing. So it is, I'm always so curious to connect with people and support people who do that all the time. Um, the Again, it just goes to show that we're all out here doing what feels good, doing what feels best in alignment for us. And the essence of it is all the same, connecting with humans and offering to help. But uh, it was just nice to hear it from your own words and how your business has evolved over the past couple of years. Well, if you want to connect with Barbie, if you want um, to find out more about her, or if anything she said piques your interest and you're feeling that little nudge to reach out to her, we will include all of her contact information in the show notes. So scroll down, check those out. Um, Barbie, what, what's your most preferred way for someone to get a hold of you?
2: Um, instant messaging through Facebook is a really good way to do it for me. Yeah.
1: I'm so glad that I asked because I was going to tell everybody to email you because I figured yeah. Facebook would be off limits. Facebook. But here we are,
2: Facebook Messenger. <laughs> but just so you know, I'm not one of those people that looks on my phone for Facebook. So I just don't use my phone for Facebook. Yeah. So I'm on my computer. And so it, sometimes it takes a couple of days. But yeah. I will get back to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In between Lake Tahoe hikes, uh, Barbie will get back to you on, on Facebook Messenger. Uh, so we'll be sure to link her profile there for everybody. And if you want to come hang out in our free Facebook group the successful nurse coaches we would love to have you also um as a side note episode six of our podcast walks you through the whole like client creation process laura did an amazing job on that episode of connecting and inviting and proposing and all of that stuff so if this is the first episode that you're listening to and you want to know a little bit more of like Okay, so cool. Barbie's connecting with people in person. How does that translate into money in your bank account? As a coach, go listen to that episode. It's a really great place to start as well. And thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. And thank you, Barbie. We're so lucky to have you in our space. Bye, everybody.